What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Regular Show. I'm your host, Nick Akato Avocado. And welcome back to the second, third, or fourth installment of my podcast. I'm recording these very out of order. But what's not out of order is my guest here. Right now, sitting in the booth with me, I have the legendary Crime Dog. Crime Dog, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Jake Joe? Silv slash yeah. bucket of Jake slash yeah you can call me that that's that's public knowledge by now aka I was I was like oh shit can I, fucking, <laughs> can I say it can I not say it no. nah, that's public knowledge you could you could you could dox it's not dox me or anything buddy don't you worry there you go that I'm with I'm with your boy Jake Joseph best producer around in the industry oh, making industrial you sounds you heard it here first folks the boy the teacher the man <laughs> all right now I. I'm on a big Nardwar streak, and I can't think of a better way to start my interviews. So, who are you? Me? Man, I, I'm that pretty motherfucker, man. Uh, All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm fucking That's gimmick infringement right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nah. uh, me? Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, how, how do I, like, what, like, what, what should, I, should I say? I'm a rapper. Should I say? Like, I'm what a... the fuck are you? What do you do? Why are you on this podcast? Why am I on this podcast? Okay, so I'm on this podcast because I'm one of Jake's friends, and I'm also a an artist of some sorts. I I make my own music. I produce. I write. I sing. I rap, and I I got a lot of ambitions you know i got a lot of ideas and you know jake is one of my biggest supporters of those ideas oh thank you now you're you're a bit of a you're a local guy that's how we know most of if not every single one of my guests i've met over the internet this is the only person that i've not met over the internet this is the only person that like i went to school with that's true because in uh bumfuck nowhere where we live we don't have many uh open-minded musical people so you gotta you really gotta search for people like that and i found i found crime dog yeah call you crime dog or can i can i dox your real name darren you can dox my real name you know all right darren that's his that's his real name i'm i guess that's public knowledge at this point yeah i guess you know i i try to i'm trying to create a brand for both you know yeah there you go dude make fucking creating brand that's what i did that's why everything that i do like creatively wise is branded with the name jake so if like I get like famous or something. I don't gotta remember a bunch of like different names. Just Jake. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, easy. Yeah, that's, you know, I try like every time I like try to contact someone. You know, I haven't I haven't been on that grind in a hot minute. But like every time I would, you know, message a label or you know message someone way too famous to even talk to, I'd always you know sign off with uh, you know peace and love, Darren slash Crime Dog. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, dude, fucking the stars somehow aligned. And, you know, I, I really wanted to do a lot of artistic projects. And and thanks to Frank, uh, he was like, oh, dude, fucking you trying to do this, you trying to do that. Fucking Jake's the man at all that shit. And I was like, hell yeah. Shout out to Frank, bro. Shout out to Frank. Do I know the first time when I knew that you were like a valid, like musical friend? What's up? What we that? were in the car. We were in a group. We were with a group of people. I think I, I don't remember what we were doing, but we were passing Mountain Freeze, and uh, I had Ox, and I was playing Boogie by Brockhampton. Yeah. And you, you looked over to me. You're like, "Yo, dude, what the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "This is Boogie by Brockhampton." He's like, 
yo, this fucks. And I'm like, all right, I see you. Yeah, man. This is great. Yeah, dude, fucking, like, uh, when I first heard Brockhampton, like, uh, I first listened to Gold by them. And That's the classic first song. Yeah, dude. Like, it was way, it was, like, back, like, when it came out, you know, like, in 2017. And uh, I, I found out of, because of, I found out of it because uh, I knew some people in New Jersey that were, like, fucking fan freaks of them and and i clicked on a Big link maybe yeah and i clicked on a link heard the song and at the time back in 2017 i absolutely hated it like i listened to it and i was like and i was like what the fuck is this and then fast dude forward, what the fuck is this rap more like crap <laughs> yeah man, basically man and then fucking you know fast forward to you know boogie and then like ever since like i'm obsessed with brockhampton i'm obsessed with all those types of people boogie's like the song like if you play if like if you play someone all other brockhampton songs it'll be like yeah i don't know man i'll fuck with that shit but like you put on boogie like that's what got me into brockhampton and i heard boogie, oh, yeah. and i was like i was like whoa this shit fucking fire dude yeah it's just like it's such a fucking it's a fucking banger it's, it's, it's like, like what it is boogie has like all the elements of a good song you know it, it's like it's bombastic it's it's loud it's it, it goes crazy it goes you know a little soft at times mm-hmm. it's like it's like a, a universal fucking song yeah absolutely agree my my, my man Fuck all right man. so i'm curious about something i think i've asked you this like a while back but like i'm curious to know what the answer is and to have it on record why why is your name crime dog all right so it's a little bit of a story a little bit of a cute story um, yeah, well everyone you heard him sit back grab a fucking coffee cup of coffee and just hang out yeah <laughs> damn straight um so back in high school um there's a teacher um mr kane you know I, I think i could say that um but you know had this history social studies teacher named mr kane who was a huge huge inspiration for me he you know without his class i don't think i would be the human i am today because i learned so much from him about just like the way the world is and you know i I adopted like a, a way of thinking from him and he was such a funny guy and such a smart guy and he always gave like everyone a nickname and at the time, uh, my last name used to be McGar. As, an, as like that's what it used to be, you know. That was a previous life. All right, I got you, I got you. Yeah, like it, it. My last name's different now. You know, he heard my last name and he kept calling me McGruff. McGruff the crime dog. The crime dog. Oh shit! I get it. it. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, he kept calling me McGruff because it sounded like McGar and. Uh, and he, he kept calling me McGruff the crime dog and eventually it just kind of became McGruff. And then eventually my, my, I, I got adopted and my last name changed. And he was like, oh, what the hell am I going to call you? I can't call you McGruff because, you know, that's not your last name anymore. And, I, and he was like, oh, oh, you know what? I'll just call you crime dog. And then, oh. you know, he, every time I'll go in his class, he'd be like, what's up, crime dog? And every time he'd call me, call me crime dog and uh and then eventually um i i always you know had 
interest in music. I played guitar and shit. And eventually I, I learned that like I could actually do this, you know, I could make music. And uh, while I was learning how to make music, I was learning how to use GarageBand on the phone from you. And um, I was, you know, kind of learning how to how to rap and sing and how to use my voice. Uh, there was one thing missing. You know, I had the talent. I had the resources, but I didn't have a name. And at the time, I didn't think Darren, like Darren would be a good, you know, artist name. And I was just for like a while, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to call myself. And then it's just like, you know, I was in study hall with a bunch of my friends and and it just kind of clicked. We all looked at each other and like, oh, dude, it should be Crime Dog. And ever since, I've been sticking with it, and you know, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. That's a cute fucking origin story, dude. I didn't know Is that it? actually. You know, it's weird that you. All right, since we're on the topic of the teacher, but the teacher, I was in his class once, and you, you know how he has the thing where like some days he'll play like music or something while you're doing the. I think it was like the opening question or some some shit yeah, like he that. Yeah, call it brain stretches. Yeah. Yeah, 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 brain stretches. And what he was playing, he'd play music during it, right? Yeah. And, he, and I was fucking listening to it, and he started playing "Out of the Black" by Royal Blood. Yeah, yeah. And I got I was into like, that, dude. I was gonna, I'm like, I knew you had something to fucking do with that. I'm like, no way. He found out who this was on his own, and I just, I just, I listened. I was like, I, lo- I was looking around. I'm like, is he playing fucking Royal Blood? What the fuck? I was like, I was shook when I heard that. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Um, I got him into that. You know, he got me into. A bunch of fucking people. He got me into Courtney Barnett. Um, without without Mr. Kane, you know, I probably wouldn't know how to write lyrics technically. Because you know, my uh, without um, listening to Courtney Barnett, I would have probably no lyrical ability. And uh, yeah, I fucking got him into Royal Blood, and, and he actually sure. likes it, dude. So damn. All right, I, I I'm kind of cheating because like I know you personally. And I know a lot of the intricacies of like your origin story, but I know that you're a big fan of Courtney Barnett, and I know that she helped you really like develop your sound. Would you like to go in detail about what you enjoy so much about Courtney Barnett as an influence? Well, Courtney Barnett is a lot different than a lot of artists out there in the fact that um, she. She literally just writes what's on her mind, man. She could write about anything. She's like, if you listen to any, like any of her projects, but especially the one album, uh, sometimes I sit and I think, and sometimes I just sit. Uh, it's like the perfect title of that album because it's just like little stories and stuff. And it's just like, she, she she's the type of person that would be able to take such a mundane simple story and turn it into such a great song like uh she she wrote the first song on there's about uh, uh an elevator operator that's suicidal and it's just like it's, it's so interesting that it's just like you know a lot of people are like oh lyrics they need to be similes 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 and, and metaphors and, and like you know you you need to make everything cryptic and, and and all this and that's not necessarily the case you know it's it's fun to do that every once in a while like don't get me wrong 
you know, some days I, I'll write about, you know, this and I'll mean that. But sometimes it's easier just to write literally what you're thinking, you know, and that's what kind of Courtney Barnett taught me is like, you know, it, you don't need to you know, overthink it too much. Like if you want to write about walking down the sidewalk, write about walking down the sidewalk. It doesn't need to be, you know, that crazy. Okay. That's respectable. I like that. She, uh, that she's a lyrical influence to you. Cause I was talking to my, my previous guest, uh, Japan man. And she says that she has like two different, uh, in- like inspirations. Like mainly she has vocal and like lyrical uh, influences, and she has production influences. So we heard about your lyrical. Who are your production influences, buddy? Uh, production influences. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, well, um, probably uh, I'll give kind of like two answers to this. There's one artist that has literally inspired the way I've made music. And then there's like the influences that, you know, just artists I like that shaped uh, how I make me uh, like the sound of my music. So uh, the first answer is Steve Lacey. Um, I, he the garage band king. Garage yeah. Band king. Yeah. The, he records all of, all of his music on his iPhone in garage band. Uh, with uh, an audio interface called the iRig. He plugs his guitar into it, plugs it into his phone, and without learning about who Steve Lacey is and how he makes his music, I uh, I definitely would not have made Perspective because that whole album is guitars and garage band loop beats, you know, like the, the drum... Uh, Thing where you press on it and the it plays the drum thing. The drum thing. Where you can make your own drum, drum loops. The drum thing. The thing. The thing. Yeah, like, like I made my own drum loops. I, I Professional musician. Crime yeah. dog. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, nah, I don't know what shit's called either. I'm not trying to goof on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, without, um, without Steve Lacey, perspective would not be a thing because every song on that album, uh, I used the iRig to record. Like every song has a guitar. And uh, and then I just you know used a, a looped drum beat and that's how it came about. And then uh, the other answer to that question is um, just like all of my influences, you know, like uh, as a kid and even nowadays, uh, my favorite band is Green Day. You know, I know you know a lot of people might goof on me for that, but. Uh, I know you tell me this every time, and I just ke- I I keep thinking of uh, the the father of all, baby. Man, shut the hell up! How far <laughs> they've fallen? How far they have fallen? <laughs> I I have theories behind that album. I have theories behind it. Uh, <laughs> but not nah, like there's Green Day, there's Nirvana, there's Royal Blood, and uh, Motionless and White. Uh, those are classic vintage sounding rock uh, groups. Yeah, those are uh, really my kind of core. Uh, just a few of my core rock inspirations and then there's uh my hip-hop inspirations which ranges from you know brock hampton to tyler the creator to denzel curry uh 
and there's just so many I can name. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to throw Logic in there because apparently people like Logic now. Uh, mm -hmm. And and then there's, you know, people like, like Courtney Barnett, uh, who not just her lyrics, but, you know, the the way her music can progress in songs really inspires me. And uh, yeah, that's, that's just, you know, a few of my influences. Uh, look at that all right i like to have a wide <clears throat> i like to have a wide variety of influences not just like oh yeah like nas yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's and that's how like perspective kind of came about it's not you know it doesn't have like a defined genre to it you see i'm fucking trying to jump i'm trying to jump the questions and you're already fucking saying it for me you said the magic <laughs> word bro perspective your f debut studio air quote studio album can you give me a brief rundown about what pers perspective is, and then we'll go deeper into the tracks. Well, uh, perspective is a lot of things. Uh, perspective is my debut, quote unquote, studio album. Uh, it's also an experiment. It's uh, a compilation of my feelings, and uh, it's a you know an album of heartbreak growing pains and uh n you know a lot of things it's basically my feelings painted into an album and it's it's my baby you know it's my baby and uh i love it and yeah okay so perspective perspective per all right where'd you come up with the name perspective well if you remember uh, when me and you were working on my project that came out before that, under uh, arrest, I am for the EP that he's mentioning in perspective. I was like a main producing ex, like executive producer. I helped with the album a lot, pretty much is what I'm trying yeah, to say. With, with, actually, did fucking you helped with Crying Dog a lot? I did help with Crying Dog, yeah. Uh, yeah, without without Jake, you know. Um, crime dog and under arrest and perspective. Definitely. You hear that RCA records? Hire me. I know my <laughs> shit. I'm good with a lot of different programs, and yeah. I make you hire me. <laughs> I'll drop uh, my email. If you guys hit me up. Yeah, but uh, if uh, if you know me, I really like to think ahead. And while we were working on the under arrest EP, I was thinking about what was going to come after that and i was like i really because the ep was basically just you know just like perspective it was an experiment you know to see like what uh what could come out of these new souls into music you know uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely. and while we're working and experimenting and trying to make stuff sound good uh I was like, all right, after this, whenever this is done, I really want to make an album. And uh, I was <laughs> I was inspired by Brock Hampton and the Saturation Trilogy because it's just like, uh, I don't know, I was, I was looking for a word that you could just fucking put on a t-shirt, basically. I was like, I need that word that like sticks. And then... I shouted out perspective and you nodded and I nodded and I was like, all right, whenever this is done, uh, I'm, that's what I'm going to work on perspective. And then, uh, 
it didn't really you know have that much meaning behind it until the album was like completely written and it's like the stars aligned again you know like just when me and you met it was like i wrote the album and it was like boom this is why it's called perspective because like it's basically my perspective on a lot of things that i've experienced in like the past year or two and uh i think if anyone listens to this album uh they could have their own perspective and the songs could mean have their own meanings to anyone who listens to it you know there you go look at that so it was kind of like a happy accident to be honest all right and what i i i might be a little biased because i mean you are my friend and i i did help make the thing but i think it's a really good collection of songs like for you starting from like you know pretty pretty much zero and like knowing how much you've learned and how much you've evolved like this project is it's pretty good you know yeah you know i won't i won't you know i won't praise myself too much but like I gotta suck your own dick too much. Yeah, I won't suck my own dick too much. But for for a first album, for for an album made completely on an iPhone, the guitars, the drums, the bass, the vocals mm-hmm. were all created or recorded on and with an iPhone. Uh, and for it being my first project, my first full length debut project, it's it's pretty solid, man. It's pretty solid. I think I enjoy it because it's very different it's not just like a good thing it's like a different thing because how you're saying how you have you know inspirations with multiple different artists and multiple different genres too with rock and hip-hop and you know a little bit of folk a little bit of country and a little bit of <laughs> punk rock you know sprinkled in there and you put in the oven at 425 degrees and you get perspective it's like yeah. it's it has elements of hip hop. It has elements of punk music. It has elements of alternative rock. You know, kraut rock. You know, arena rock. I snuck in a little bit of noise rock in there, just a little bit for the keen for the keen ear if they really want to hear some. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's a yeah, there's a track in there that you you snuck a little little thing in. I snuck a little things in there. <laughs> I'm, sure okay. I'm trying to think of which one it was. I, I know fucking. Uh, oh, it was uh, it was motherfucking. It was recollect from the void yes yeah 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 fucking there you go guys See, if you're gonna have a jake joseph executive produced project you're gonna have some noise in there baby yeah dude uh, but uh yeah and you know perspective was you know it was also you know the first project like you know under arrest was really 50 percent you 50 percent me and uh perspective was like 90% me and you know 10% you and all right, was, let's, all right, let's give me a little bit more credit 10% baby maybe like, like, you want 25? like 80 20 uh, 80, yeah, 25, 25 yeah I'll go 75 25 because you I'm did, fine with that. you did do uh, the transitions you did uh, did a lot of EQing uh, you know you, you did you basically handled the whole engineering part yeah and and you had a uh, you had a little bit of a little bit of producing in there i had a bit of producing i had some executive produ- produced tracks the the outro track it was uh, produced entirely by me oh yeah yeah there you go yeah so 75 25 so i'm fine with that but i i don't want to hop too too far into the future but this next album is like 
I think that's like 5% me and 95% you, right? Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Actually, I'll probably, I'll probably give you, I'll probably give you, uh, you know, um, that's, you know, I'll determine that once the project's done because, you know, um, perspective was like, until until like the end of it you know like until i had all the beats and guitar and all that like it was all me and then you hopped in and then you helped a lot um fucking but no dude, i'll probably give you because you you got two songs on the album man you got i did i i produced two songs not executive yeah, produced like, fully produced yeah yeah you like you were the producer you know like you, i'm the you, kenny beats i'm the kenny beats baby yeah, two songs. I really wanted to get you on the album because, like, you know, perspective. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I just really wanted to fucking do everything on perspective. And on this next project, I was like, I got to get Jake on here. I got to. I can't just have him <clears throat> be the engineer. I, I got to have him. Thank you. I got to have him show his talents on one of my projects. Huh? Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, and I love it. I love those beats, man. They're fucking good. Thank you. So we did kind of jump into the future a little bit. So we're going to come back. We'll come back to that before the end of this. But I do want to talk a bit more about perspective because it's an interesting listen. I like the diverse amount of genres and the amount of like weird nuanced things, you know, sprinkled throughout the whole thing. I'm okay. curious. What was like the, uh, the most difficult track for you to make? Like, uh, you have a song where you're just like, man, this was a fucking pain in the ass to get done. Let me think. Let me think here. Uh, there were few. I I I can't. So the one that really comes to mind is "Recollect from the Void." Uh, that fucking song was just a a pain in the ass dude you know it was it's just like fucking recording it and playing it on guitar and every like the whole thing was just a pain in the ass and that's why i think it's you know it's it's a good song but it definitely you know i think it's one of the tracks that kind of got away from me you know mm -hmm. like uh just like it was, it was such a pain in the ass you know i did my best you know, on it, uh, but uh, it's I, I I still think it's a good song, but it definitely could have used some more tweaking on it. Um, and besides that, um, obligated was a pain in the ass to record and really just do it because like I was kind of new at the whole acoustic guitar thing because before. Um, before this project perspective, you would help me with the acoustic shit. And mm -hmm. I, was, I was, I was trying to record it myself and I was just a pain in the ass. And, um, besides those two tracks, which in my opinion, those are, you know, they're good songs, but they're probably the, the production behind it. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like when I listen to it, I'm like, ah, oh, this would like be such a badass song if I just kind of rework the vocals a little bit and uh you know 
like recollect from the void the beat is fine the beat's all good but you know i just think the the vocals definitely could have used some more work and obligated um the vocals and the guitar could have used some more work and uh besides like those two specific tracks um the the rest of the album was pretty you know not too difficult to make but it wasn't necessarily that the songs were difficult to make it was um it was pretty hard to use garage band on the phone sometimes like it was uh I would either get so ambitious with a song where the app would just constantly crash, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I, sometimes I'll try to make like a large song, like uh, I forget what what was a large song, um, but sometimes like I'd ma- I'd be making a large song and and it was it was just like so hard to really see the big picture of the song on the phone because everything's like so condensed and uh yeah so more so the the production was a pain in the ass than really making a specific song okay all right because it was a learning experience after all you know definitely yeah yeah. and that's why i kind of call perspective an experiment you know Mm mm-hmm I get that. I get that. And it's a, for, again, for what we, what we had at our disposal and the different fucking ways of, of like planning we were going through, I think this was an experiment that was pretty successful, honestly. Yeah, dude. Fucking, you know, me and you killed it on this fucking project, I think. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, dude. I fucking, you know, I, at first, I wasn't really proud of Under Arrest. Uh, but eventually I was like, you know, this, this ain't bad for the first EP. And then, but perspective, like the whole way through making it from the beginning of production to the release, I was consistently, and I still am very proud of that project. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll ever not be proud of it. Oh, that's so fucking sweet, dude. You're fucking sweet, man. (laughs) You're a relatively new artist, you know, you're popping up on the scene, you know, a small impact, but an impact nonetheless. What would you give advice if someone's listening to this and they're like, dude, I just want to make some music, but like, bro, I don't have like, I don't have a hundred, a hundred thousand followers, dude. I'm not signed to RCA and uh, the studio time. They're just not giving me a price that I want. What are you going to tell those people? Uh... Uh, what I would tell those people is that's, you know, with that mindset, you, you probably shouldn't be making music because uh, a lot of people think you need much more than you actually need to make something. And what I mean by that is whether, you know, me, I had ambitions at first just to be a musical artist you know an artist that makes music and uh wow what a fucking idiot i am musical artist nor that makes music um a musical artist the definition uh but at first i i just wanted to be a musical artist and uh and i had those same thoughts and then eventually i learned that you don't need all that to make music and eventually i wanted to become I like I still want to become a filmmaker and I had the same thoughts again like oh I don't have a, a studio I don't have this and that but like 
all you need, man, is just like to make music. All you need is a phone and that's it. Like you can make a complete album with just the phone. GarageBand uh, fucks, bro. People take GarageBand for granted, which yeah, I mean, people, they, don't don't tell anyone they use GarageBand, but use GarageBand. Yeah, use GarageBand, but don't like say you use something. Don't that... don't wear it with pride, you know. Have it as like a shameful starting thing, like uh, how stand up comedians like everyone knows, like when you start a st- to be a stand up comedian, you bomb on stage and you just like you're shitty. Like, don't tell people that part. Tell them like a few like years later. Once you've learned how to use FL or learn how to use Ableton or learn how to use fucking uh, like, I don't know, fucking give me what's a what's a, a DAW. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think you knocked kind of the big ones out of the park there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, man, you, you really instead of thinking about the things you need, you kind of got to look more so at the things you have. And it's it's good to you know have ambitions and be like oh I wanna I wanna you know rent studios and uh, get labels and and all this but like you really have to use what you have and, and if what you have is just a a phone and a microphone then boom you know use it you know you you, you really have to kind of be conservative with um, this stuff especially starting out because uh, me I'm I'm not rich at all you know and. Uh, it's easy to be like you can't make this stuff without lots of money but the truth is technology is so modern nowadays that it's it's just so simple and and so accessible there's a period of time that we were going to go to a like actual like music studio to record vocals that was a fucking 40 dollars an hour and we were like genuinely like thinking about doing that but then we were like oh fuck if we just like talking to the iphone this specific way in this specific place i can't even tell the difference yeah it's it's like the same same fucking thing and quite honestly like to learn how to do it yourself all you need is you know an iphone and google you know like if if you don't know how to do something just google it like that that's something i have been an advocate of that for my entire fucking life everything that i've learned how to do is all through google and youtube i know nothing nothing has been taught to me through through school i've not had lessons on anything i have just fucking asked i wanted to know how to do something and i've googled it and then i've just compiled all my knowledge together into this one little fucking ball of duct tape and cum and sweat and just fucking passion bucket of jake basically it's and then put in a bucket and then bucket of jake <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But no, don't, don't, don't think you you need, you know, studio time or anything. Because it, it's just so much easier to just do it yourself at first. You know, like it's it's gonna take a while to make it, and you know, you really have to learn how to do things yourself. And you start off bad. Don't waste money when you're bad. Like. Yeah. Be free when you're bad, but then when you start getting good, then start spending a bit more money and yeah. so on and so on. Uh, I guess I guess the best way I I could put it is like you need to find your niche, kind of. Yes. Like you need to find like like you you were like you kind of you started off on GarageBand, but you're like eh, I, I don't know about this, and then then you found FL, and you're like oh this is this is where I'm at, 
and FL Studio Gang. Fuck Ableton. <laughs> we hate Ableton Gang. FL Studio Gang. Yeah, dude. And and me, you know, I I found GarageBand, and that was my niche. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people listening to this probably could not make music and will refuse to make music on their iPhone, and that's okay. You know, uh, you know, a laptop cost just as much as a phone so it's it's not much different but you know fl studio cost uh, about as much as a, a a small iphone oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah fucking that's that's why because if you get the iphone garage band comes free learn it's the basics free. learn how to loop learn how to structure learn how to you know basic eq then evolve to a computer with like fl or ableton or something and you know learn some like time stretching or shit like that yeah, dude, it's uh, it, and it's crazy. Like when you first start out, it's it's crazy how you naturally get better at something. You know, like it's it's just so freaky that you know you, I don't know about you, but like as I've made music, it's just so weird to see how you know like the next beat you make is just better, and it's like you could you can't you you can make like your best beat in your opinion but then somehow some way you make another one and it just blows my mind how i keep outdoing myself you know not to suck my own dick but like it's true i think that's for every every artist on every project because like every project i've done i've had like the song like on my first album i was like oh dude i got the song and then a, a few like months after work and the next one I'm like oh next album i got the song and then yeah. the next album that I'm working on again, dude, I got the song. I think everyone has that, honestly. Yeah, it's just it's just like crazy, and it's so cool. Like I encourage everyone to just like, you know, kind of pay attention to that. Be like, okay, this this is good, and then uh, it just gets better, dude. It's it's crazy. Just like make as much as you can because like the more you make, the 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 more you learn, you know, and the more the odds are one of it's going to be good. And, you know, just like the more you make, the more there is to like have a happy accident. And, you know, a lot of the things that I've done, I've learned from accidents and stuff. So there you go, man. So, yeah, just don't don't be like, I need all this expensive equipment. Just, you know, Google research and, you know, find what's free and find what's cheap and um, just use what you have. Don't don't fucking sit around sit around waiting to you know save up money for a studio that you don't need and and stuff because you know it's a lot easier just to find your niche and do it yourself what a wholesome fucking explanation of that go you bro go fucking you go fucking go fucking whoever's listening whoever's listening i I love you okay whoever's listening this big w big Big pp big pp if you're listening to this all right, so as we wind down toward the end of this, um, you see, I already kind of know this stuff, so it's kind of weird, like, asking. Yeah, asking about right, it, yeah. So, what can you tell us about the next project? The next project. there's. I will say that there's there's a lot of next projects in the workings. Um, but the next project to be released, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a few things. The... Give me the, a little inside scoop. The the current release date <clears throat> at the moment, 
and it's I'm on I'm on pace for it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you a drum a drum roll of my fingers. All right, all right, all right. All right. It is November thirteenth. There it is, baby. November thirteenth. November thirteenth should be uh, the next release date, or it should be the release date for the next project. And unless something happens where I I can't physically make music anymore, uh, that shouldn't change. Um, and uh, I'll give you the initials. The initials of the album is KD. And uh, another thing, I'll give you Dildo. Yeah, K, you know, K Dildo, dude. Uh, Crazy Dogs. There you go. That's the that's the that's the album name. You, you fucking guess. Killer it. Domestic dick. Pigs. Dick. Killer, killer Dick. Killer. <laughs> killer Dick. That's, <laughs> my porn star. That's the album name. Killer, killer Dick. dick. Um, and another thing I'll, I'll give you about the album, uh, Black and White. Black and white, you know. Young Sinatra, four-looking ass. Maybe. Who fucking knows? Now, is this gonna be like rock-oriented or hip-hop-oriented, or what uh, do we have in store? So, um, I'll say this: um, every crime doc project, except EPs, you know, EPs excluded. Uh, every album, and if I assume if I ever make mixtapes. Um, um, like every big project will have an acoustic song on it. So like if I'm ever releasing an album or a mixtape that has like 10 to 12 songs on it or something like that, without a doubt, there will be an acoustic song on it. It's uh, like, uh, it's like clippings, uh, story song. Are, are you familiar with clipping? Hell no. All right. They're an electron. They're like a hip hop, like industrial hip hop group. And every big album that they released, they have a, it's called story blank, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 48, 49, et cetera. And every single big album that they have, they have a story song. Yeah. yeah this is your yeah. story song. It kind of, it's not, you know, I'm not, I know, I know what you mean, but yeah, it's just like a single, you know, genre yeah. of track on every big album. Yeah, just like every album, every big project will have an acoustic song. So maybe there will be an acoustic song on it, just like Perspective. Uh, But, you know, um, Perspective, when I made that, it was the sound really goes with the emotion, you know? Like Perspective, in my opinion, is a very sad album when you dive into it. So the guitars and and the loops and the and the drums and the vocals all portray that uh in a very good way and this next album a lot of the emotions are kind of angry and i found that the best way to to portray that emotion is through hip-hop which um straight uncut hip-hop world star fucking boom bap nah um yeah, so um, I'm kind of, you know, every project I look to make it different. And I'm thinking this next project is going to be like the hip hop crime dog project. Because, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, crime dogs all over the place. You never know what, what crime dogs going to make. And uh, this next album, uh, I was feeling 
pretty angry, uh, pretty bombastic. And I, I figured the best way to portray that was through uh, an amazing genre, hip hop. And yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty, man. I, for one, am hyped to hear it. I mean, I could just like yeah, text you, you a- anytime over. I want and just be like, hey, <laughs> let me listen to it. But yeah, yeah you, heard, for, you heard all the beats. For, for sake of, uh, you know, the project quite quite excited to hear it and i think the audience should be quite excited too yeah yeah it's uh you know perspective um perspective and under arrest were big learning experiences and i'm really looking to show off some talent with this project and uh and upcoming projects after that all right bet 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 I like that you have your your nose to the grind. Like you know what you want to do, you know how you're gonna do it, and you know what you want to do. And it's just very that's a very admirable quality about someone. I agree. I, I'm very grateful to to have that quality. And you know what else I'm grateful to have? Who? What are you grateful? A to fucking have? a great buddy like you, man. That helps me do it. I'm pretty much your manager at this point. Fucking. You know. Hold on. I want to go back <laughs> to fucking talking to just for like one second like perspective all right i take back when i said the 75 25 thing i would i would change it to like probably like like 68 32 percent okay that's a respectable number because not only did i do not only did you um sneak a little production in there and you engineered, you engineered practically. You, you engineered every song except eight hours. Um, I'm pretty. Are you, I, I could have swore I engineered eight hours too, bro. Uh, I I remember asking you not to, but maybe you did. I, I maybe like the new version because there were like different versions of the track. Like I, maybe, I think I, right. I think I did every. All right, well, yeah. The the vocals I did send you were EQ'd. I'll tell you that. Um, yes. Yes. But not only did you were you executive engineer, um, and you you did the you were the art. You you are my permanent art director. Um, I'm telling you, I've been saying this again. Another thing I've been saying since day one: if you want anyone to take you seriously as a musician, you need to look as good as you want them to think you sound. Damn straight. If you got uh, a fucking like iPhone picture as your album cover, garbage. Yeah, it yeah, no. sucks. Just get someone. It's it doesn't cost a lot, bro. Just fucking like find a little freelance artist. They'll whip you up an album cover that look fucking bombastic. Yeah, just don't fucking look stupid. <laughs> don't fucking look stupid. Uh, if you look good, you play good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, like uh, like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck Fortnite. Um, but yeah, but. dude, fucking. That's the Thank show. Thank you for saying that about me, bro. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, fucking, you, you are the man, dude. And and I'll say that till I fucking die, dude. Jake Joseph slash a bucket of Jake is the fucking man. You heard it here first, baby. All right, now, <laughs> sexy. I know from knowing you personally, you're a big movie guy. Oh hell yeah! If you can give the audience a list of uh, five five movies that they need to watch before they die what would they be five movies they need to watch before, before they, they die, die. oh jeez that's that's tight dude that's fucking tight 
tight. Well, everyone's list would be different. You know, I could. That's why I asked for your list, dumb motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> thinking about like all the other lists I've seen. My personal list, the one that I would give number one, you know, fuck it, I'll go five to one. Number five, I would probably say, hmm. Here, if doing, if doing like top five is a little too hard, just five movies in general that you think people should watch before they die in no specific order. No specific, in no specific order. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll make that a, a big thing. All right, so The Lighthouse is probably my favorite movie of all time. I was speaking with uh, Japan Man uh, on the previous episode, and The Lighthouse came up, and uh, she fucking loves The Lighthouse, and we, we yes. had a nice talk about The Lighthouse. Like, dude, just fucking Robert Eggers is just a fucking phenomenal director. He's a spiritual, lyrical, miracle individual, bro. Yeah, he's a phenomenal director and a phenomenal screenwriter, and he just he knows what he's doing with his movies, and I appreciate it so fucking much. So the lighthouse would be on there. Uh, what else? What else? Um, God, you know, a lot of a lot of these are more modern. Um, I would also say. Well, let me. I'm taking a look at my my list here. <clears throat> you know, I'll probably put Pulp Fiction on there. I know a lot of people would probably laugh at me. Dude, have you seen this really indie film? It's called uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I'll make you a list of movies to watch, but uh, Pulp Fiction is definitely on the top there, buddy. Yeah, dude. It doesn't get more Riverdale sounding than that. <laughs> um, Thank you for dropping Riverdale, bro. Thank you for bullying Riverdale. I appreciate yeah, that. Fuck Riverdale. <laughs> I have a personal vendetta against that show. Yeah, dude. But, fuck it. All right. We got Lighthouse. We got Pulp Fiction. That's Lighthouse. Two. Yeah. Three you more, know, baby. I, and to kind of explain Pulp Fiction, just because, you know, you, re- you you can't experience film without experiencing Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lighthouse, Pulp Fiction. Uh, probably put... Um. Oh, uh, I would probably put "Psycho" by Alfred Hitchcock. I saw that movie. I did. Probably either either "Psycho" or "Vertigo" by Alfred Hitchcock. I saw both uh, of those movies, bro. Um, you know, I I fucking Alfred Hitchcock's amazing. So, and- Pulp Fiction, The Lighthouse. Vertigo, Psycho, there's four. Four. Um, you know, you know, take off Vertigo and just have Psycho there. Okay, uh, just Psycho. No Vertigo. Fuck you, Vertigo. You're not good yeah, enough. Yeah, fuck you, Vertigo. Um, that was a good movie, though. I watched Vertigo. That was a pretty good, that was a pretty good movie. I like I the, the, the shooting movie, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. dope as hell. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I would definitely put Green Room on there. Green Room. All right, interesting pick. That that's a that's a hell of a movie, dude. It's I, I think like that's such a badass movie. I've heard good things about Green Room. Yeah, dude, it's it's so good. Fucking Jeremy <laughs> Solnair, like, dude, it's I, so fucking good, bro. It's so fucking good, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to top her off, 
I'd probably put um Let me think, let me think. Damn, it's so so hard when you know The emoji movie. Yes, yes, no <laughs> Absolutely. A, fucking don't uh don't mess with the Zoham. Adam Sandler. The emoji um, movie, bro. The Sandman, <laughs> bro. Fucking Sandman. Uh no, to top it off, number five. Probably go. Uh damn. I think I know you're gonna say. Can I say it before you? Go for it. Uncut gems. Yeah, you know, I would I I totally would, you know, like uh Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let let let's make that number five. Um and let's go down the list here. What do we got? We have Psycho, uh, the Sandman's motherfucking uh, uncut gems. We had Pulp Fiction, The Lighthouse, and Green Room. Yeah, that, that's just the that's just a few, man. Uh, that's that's the crime dog top five. Yeah, I there's so many. There's more many more like it, but this one is his. Yeah, there's so many more, and you know that's the unofficial list. All right, the unofficial list, the unofficial crime dog list, because you know my mind was so into talking about perspective and shit that I just kind of, I just kind of drew up. This blank. is raw and uncut, bro. This is oh, you most- know what? You know how about oh. this? No, no, no. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that, man. I, I, I know my fucking list now. I fucking know it. All right. So the lighthouse definitely on there. Psycho definitely on there. Any Quentin Tarantino film besides <laughs> Jackie Brown and uh, yeah, yeah, besides just Jackie Brown. But I'll I'll, I'll put Pulp Fiction on. Fuck there. that movie in general. Pulp yeah. Fuck Jackie Brown. Pulp Fiction definitely on there. Um, what was the other one I said? Uh, I don't know. You're retconning this list a lot. Oh fuck! Oh god damn it! We fucked it up, boys. Anyway, we got we got the lighthouse, psycho, um, green room, Pulp Fiction, green room, and a topper off, Marriage Story. Ooh, Marriage Story! Marriage I can't watch story. that movie. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, Jake. Can't that movie. That, that movie would. Man. That movie would hit way too close to home for me. I get way too sad. Dude, fucking, I, all right, so I cried so fucking much from Marriage Story. Like, when that movie ended, I cried all the way through the fucking credits. Like, credits? Nice. The entire credits, I cried through. And it was, it was just like, holy shit. You know what movie I almost cried at recently? What? I watched The Notebook. (laughs) The Notebook? I watched The Notebook. I, heard I, that. I really didn't know what the movie was about. All right, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I did not realize how fucking sad the ending of that movie is. Damn. Like, it is like, I was expecting that be like, you know, some funny, goofy shit, but like, it was like fucking sad. I was like, this is how they're going to fucking end it? Oh my God. Dude, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of, for, for some reason, I'm just kind of drawing up a blank. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this is all right. Well, boys and girls, this is the unofficial list. If you want his official list, he'll be releasing that at some point. <laughs> for some, now, this is the best we got. Yeah. For right now, it's the, the unofficial list is a, a retcon piece of shit. 
There you go. Uh, right. Well, Darren, Crime Dog, thank you for doing joke. this, bro. Yeah, dude. Fucking thank, thank you, you for you. doing this. I this is extremely last minute. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, pull back the the magic curtain. But we were legit doing just audio tests, and I was just like, "Yeah, you want to do you want to do your podcast now?" He's like, "Yeah," and now here yeah. we are. Fuck it, man. It, it was fun. I I hope everyone listening had a good time. Fucking listeners talk about shit. Uh, no, I think they had a good time. Yeah, I hope so, dude. Um, but thank you for fucking letting me have the privilege of being on your podcast oh, and dude. channel you're gonna be a frequent you're gonna be a frequent flyer at this podcast brother don't you yeah worry dude about that. i was about to say like let's fucking do this again all righty all right bet. all right more. before we log off is there anything you would like to say anything um, floor is yours take it away brother the floor is mine okay so i got a few things to fucking say um all right so number one uh stream perspective stream Every song in perspective, stream eight hours, stream just the ghost of my home. Uh, watch the music video on the official Crime Dog YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to uh, my other YouTube channel. Um, fucking, you know, I, it, it's just my full fucking name. Uh, fucking, what else? What else? What else? Uh, fuck the feds. Fuck 12. Fuck the cops. Um, <laughs> fucking. You know, pop. Uh, contrary to popular belief, I think WAP isn't that good of a song. Oops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he came on the platform to throw dirt in the face of America. Nah, I'm fucking with you, WAP. All right, so you know, I like Cardi B. I really do like Cardi B, but uh, you know, I think her verses were just a little. You know, I, I wasn't this like I listen. I could listen to songs about pussy all day, but it was just yeah. like I wish she rapped better about pussy. Yeah, um, Megan The Stallion did a great job on the song, but yeah, Megan Megan's been popping off, bro. She's doing great. Dude, Me- Megan's great. I hope her feet are okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> I can, that. Shit. Can I not make jokes about that either? No, uh, dude. Oh my god, I saw the funniest fucking thing ever. It was a video of Tory Lanez, and it was right after she uh, he shot Megan Thee Stallion. And there was a video. It was like, never forget the time that Tory Lanez, like, he was sitting and then stood up and was the exact same height. <laughs> that video cracks me the fuck up every time I watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking, fucking Megan, Megan Thee Stallion, shoot your shot. <laughs> dude, he, she is so tall compared to him. Oh, yeah, my fucking dude, God. Dude, well, dude fucking... She could, she could like, they could both be standing up, and Tory Lanez could like eat her out, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, uh, but yeah, um, I guess I guess that's all I gotta say. Uh, that's all you got, man. Story. Yeah, man. All right. Well, again, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Fucking I appreciate you, brother. Darren, where can people find you? Give them, drop your ads, brother. My ads, okay. So my Instagram, my main Instagram is at Darren Eckert. Um, Darren Scott E C K E R T. Um, and then go. my music account is at Crime D Zero G because some fucking asshole had to take Crime Dog. Um, test test test. There's my Instagrams. Uh, you know, no one really gives a shit about Twitter. So you know, if you really want to find me on Twitter, just you know, do a little research. Uh, 
Yeah, don't be <laughs> fucking lazy. Just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where you can find me. Alrighty. Well, Darren, thank you for doing this. I appreciate you for coming out. I know I I was key. I'm keeping you from going to the gym right now. Hopefully, when we hang up and uh, end this, you can get them fucking gains, bro. Gonna fucking gonna make it a quick one. You know, but... All right, nothing too wild, but you know, just some quick gains. It doesn't matter how long you're there; it matters how good of a pump you get in, baby. Yeah, a little, little juicy pump. I'm gonna there get that. Go. I'm gonna get that fucking uh, whap, that wet ass back. Darren's gonna get that wet ass pussy. <laughs> and anyway, but fucking, I appreciate uh, being on. What's the what's the name of your podcast? Uh, I'm calling this the Big Fish Podcast because I'm a bucket, so I'm keeping with oh, the, yeah, yeah. the whole fish guy. theme. I, I, like I appreciate I, uh, I I appreciate you really me in on the cop. Ah, look at you. Thank Keep you it on brand. Up. I appreciate it. I was gonna call this podcast "Gone Fishing," but like that just sounds like too much like a a dad Republican yeah, like podcast outdoors type shit. Yeah. Yeah. So big fish podcast. There it is. There you go, brother. All right. Well, thank you for for hopping on, and thank you, the listener, for listening. I'm talking to you right now. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And uh, as long as uh, your YouTube channel is optimized to get the best possible outcome and monetization of all your videos, then I guess you're good to go. So thank you and have a pleasant day.